0: Hi there and welcome to satisfied self podcast a podcast for persistent women who are trying to kick butt at life by better understanding and conquering their struggles one day at a time i'm caitlin and i'm a licensed independent clinical social worker in private practice in boston and thanks for joining me for another episode of satisfied self So in today's episode, while many of you are probably reflecting on the end of 2017 and looking ahead to the start of a new year, I'm going to take a little time to talk about why I think New Year's resolutions are bogus. So if you've spent time over the last couple of weeks with family celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or any other holiday, I hope you were able to find some time for yourself and connect with people you love, family, friends, in meaningful ways. As a therapist, I see a lot of transition and movement as the year ends and a new one begins. People get more reflective. They maybe take stock of their career choices, of relationships, their kind of direction in life, places maybe where they feel stuck, or accomplishments they've made that they were really proud of. People tend to uh, choose to end therapy maybe, or much more frequently people choose to start it. Uh, they might ditch old goals, they might start new ones, kind of lament over goals they set and didn't get to accomplish, or, or revel in successes um, that they had over the last year. A lot of people look at the end of the year and the beginning of the next one as a fresh start. And I love the idea of taking time to be reflective and gaining insight into our choices and patterns. And if you choose to do that in line with with the calendar, then that's great. Um, Personally, I'm not so sure about the resolution idea though. So here's why I think New Year's resolutions are just hype. Only about 8% of people who set New Year's resolutions actually keep them. That means that 92% of people don't ever get to realize their goals. So I always think, why set an expectation and challenge that you know nine, more than nine out of 10 people won't get to achieve? I'm constantly telling people to start with goals that they know they can achieve. So why set yourself up for disappointment and unrealistic expectations in setting a new year's resolution? A lot of people look to the new year as a natural reset point. But the reality is that January 1st is no different than December 31st, or any other day of the year for that matter. The, the New Year's resolution ritual is based on kind of a false idea that people can change overnight as long as they have the willpower to do so. And defeat in this situation only kind of confirms that old idea that people don't change. It hammers home feelings maybe of failure or incompetence, And it brings out the questioning around if you will ever be able to alter the course of your life and how much you really have control over. And cue the downward thought spiral. So the truth is that nothing magical happens when you wake up on January 1st. It's just an arbitrary date. You're the same person who went to bed on December 31st. It's easy to fall into the trap of believing that something will be different on that day that will make starting new habits or sticking to a new goal different than it felt every other day you tried. Um, Everything around us tells us that there is something different about January 1st that facilitates change. But actually it's no different than January 8th or July 27th. They're all just dates on the calendar. So I frequently start to hear things um, around the end of the year, November, December, Like, um, I'm going to start that on January 1st, or the holidays are really hard, so I'm going to wait until after the new year, etc. These are really common uh, for my clients to say to me in therapy when we're talking about progress and movement forward. Um, Statements like these mostly become facilitators for procrastination and avoiding something that feels challenging. And if you scale this down, it's kind of similar to an unhelpful thought that so many people have when they slip up in a goal and then feel like the whole day or the whole week is a failure and then allow themselves to continue to slip. Any day, any point in the day can be a reset point. You can start over and recommit whenever you want. You don't need January 1st to do it. So I always think, why keep trying something over and over when you continue to get the same outcome? If you've tried setting New Year's resolutions before and it's not been successful, it's time for a change. And I realize that I bring this up just literally days before the magical New Year's Day, and that many of you may already have grand plans for your New Year's resolutions. And if you do, you go girl you chase those dreams. There's nothing inherently wrong with starting behavior change on January 1st, as long as you remain wary of the sort of magic fallacy and they're able to set realistic, manageable goals. So whenever it is that you decide that you want to commit to a change, whether it's January 1st or February 1st or March 18th, I have some helpful things that you might want to consider in setting those goals. So the first is, Knowing and accepting things about yourself. If you are absolutely not a morning person, don't commit to some goal that you have to do something before work every morning. If being too rigid makes you feel trapped and triggers your inner wild child, work with that part of yourself instead of trying to hold it down and force it to comply. Work with what you have, accept things that you know about yourself and work with them instead of trying to work against them. The second thing is accountability. So some people are really good at being accountable to themselves. They can be their own best competitor. Um, where other people thrive best when they have external accountability. I see a number of clients in my practice who really struggle with requiring external accountability and how, much, uh, how difficult that can be sometimes to get it in, in a real-world setting. So which are you? What motivates you most to stick to a goal? Is it internal or external accountability? Or is it both? Whichever camp you fall into, again, work with what you know. If you are someone who needs external accountability to feel a sense of urgency or motivation, build that external accountability somehow. It won't always come naturally. If you're not in school, if you don't have a boss who micromanages, you might have to build it in yourself. Um, so you need to find some way to implement and incorporate it your, on your own. Maybe you tell people close to you that you have a goal. Maybe you use social media to ask others to check in on your progress. Maybe you enlist someone else to commit to the goal with you. Um, Maybe you keep a journal or monitor your progress. Whatever it is, choose what's best for you when it comes to accountability. The other thing that I think is really important to consider is being careful not to set yourself up for failure. A big contributor to why people often fall off the bandwagon when setting a new goal is that the goal is too big. So ask yourself if you're starting small enough. If you haven't had a conversation with your mother without fighting in the last five years, is it really realistic to set a goal of not fighting with her at all for the whole year of 2018? I doubt that. And that's okay. Just make it realistic. So if you've not had a conversation without fighting for the last five years, maybe it's trying to not fight every other conversation, it's okay to start small. Or what about a progressive goal? Could you add on to your goal each month, taking it slowly from something small and manageable to something larger and more challenging? Small incremental lifestyle changes may may feel a little bit less sexy than the kind of 180 stark changes, but they have a much greater chance of creating real lasting change. The other, uh, another idea that I like to consider when starting new goals is making a goal that matters to you. Um, The director of the Integrative Health Coaching Program at the Center for Spirituality and Healing in the University of Minnesota said that often people fail because the goals they're setting aren't about things that are actually important to them, but instead are, are important to other people. If your doctor tells you you need to lose weight, but you don't really want to lose weight, odds are. That goal is going to be extra hard to achieve. Your goals are going to be easiest to keep if you have intrinsic motivation or motivation that comes from within you, as opposed to from external sources. So if the goal you set is something that's for other people, it's going to be a lot harder to keep. And I really encourage you to try to rethink, is there a different way you could frame this goal so that it aligns much more closely with your values as opposed to other people's? Another idea is to consider using the term reset, reset instead of resolution. When resolutions are too ambitious, we struggle to change our habits, um, we become discouraged and we fail and we usually throw in the towel altogether. So instead of making hard and fast resolutions this year, maybe increase your chances for long term success by approaching your goals as a reset, not a complete overhaul. Try adopting the term reset and get comfortable with resetting anytime you need to, not just on January 1st. Another thing that I talk a lot about with my clients when we talk about behavior change is this idea that relapse is an expected part of the process. There's a model that talks about behavior change called the Stages of Change Model, which looks at how you move through basically readiness for behavior change, from not even considering a change all the way up through making and maintaining that change. And this model actually incorporates relapse as a part of the behavior change process. So slipping up and, setting and having setbacks are, are normal. It is an expected part of behavior change. None of us is perfect. The stages of change model says that you can relapse and jump back into the behavior change process at any point. I hear a lot of my clients talk about not wanting to have to start all over, being so afraid of losing the progress they've made and going all the way back to square one. But and then what I tell them is that you you don't always have to go back to square one. Sometimes you can jump back in at any point and even jumping right back into maintenance. You don't always have to start from the beginning. So when you find yourself falling into the cognitive distortion that a slip-up means you have to start all over and that the work you did before was all a waste and for naught, challenge that thought, call it a slip, jump back in, and get back to work. So those are a handful of things that I think are important to consider when thinking about um, resetting your kind of commitments and behavior change goals when whenever it is that you choose to do so. So knowing and accepting things about yourself, working kind of with what you got, thinking about accountability and in what kind of accountability you thrive best with, whether it's internal or external. And if it's external, how to kind of create that for yourself. Be careful not to set yourself up for failure. Don't set your goals so big that you're bound and doomed to fail. Start small and work your way up. Make goals that matter to you. Um, pleasing other people and doing things for other people, it's, it's only going to be an uphill battle. So make goals that matter to you that align with your values. Consider using the term reset. Instead of resolution or a whole new 180 makeover, try using the term reset and remembering that you can reset at any time, any time during the day, any time during the week, any time during the year. And understand that relapse is a part of the process, it's natural, it's human to slip up and jumping back in doesn't mean you have to start all over, it just means a recommitment and getting back to work. So there are a few things to keep in mind whenever it is that you decide to have your reset. I hope you're able to get a break from work, find some alone time to reset, connect with people you care about, give back to others and your community and keep moving towards your best self. So take care and I will see you in 2018.